Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig, joined by Jeff. And today we are going to have our Polarizing Players episode. So basically, we're going to go through and talk about players that people have ranked high. Some people have them. Others are way down on them. They're just players no one can seem to agree on. I know a few of these guys me and Jeff can't agree on. We're just going to go over it and basically say really where we think they should be. You know, There'll be some of them we both think they're way too high or way too low. And some of them we went over last week when we talked about our undervalued list. So we might breeze through those players a little bit. If you want some more in-depth on them, just check out our undervalued episode. But in the meantime, make sure to check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit. We're on Instagram at Fantasy Football Profit. FantasyFootballProfit.com is the website. And you can always email us at FantasyFootballProfit at gmail.com. Make sure you check out our review contest that we have going on. It's pretty simple. Just write us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, I know, has reviews. Wherever you can write a review, you know, leave us a review. Just send us a email, message on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Let us know you wrote a review, what your name was on it. We'll enter you into the contest. The winner will actually get a podcast from us about your league. We'll go over, you know, team by team. Tell us, tell everyone who we think is going to win. You know, basically break down the league for you guys. So, if you want to get that custom podcast, get your reviews in and let us know where they're at. All right, Jeff, it is time to go on our polarizing players. We're just going to go position by position, start with quarterbacks. There's not as many in quarterback because it's just not – you can't have as big of a variation. Just it, pretty simple who's where. So I think the first player on this list that we're going to bring up here is probably going to be Cam Newton. He's actually ranked eighth consensus-wise on Fantasy Pros right now. He's as high as sixth, as low as 16th. There's actually – Matt Ryan's ahead of him a – breeze over this real quick he's as high as third and somebody does have him as low as 16 but that is there's not as many so his actual that's a little crazy but cam newton is kind of a guy who people are all over the board on right now i think you're a little more down on him than i am yeah i would be lower than you you know do you think do you have any indication at all any any do you have any hope that he can be a number one quarterback again or you just kind of just done with it yeah i don't think i don't think he can repeat when he was dominant so I, I don't think there's enough reason for me to kind of stick my neck out and and take him as a chance. Yep. Um, I think there's plenty of guys that have a lot more upside than he does. I, do I think he's going to be as bad as last year? No. But I would probably err on the side of definitely he wouldn't be in my top 10. Yeah. And I think he was my 10th. So I'm not as – I'm a little bit higher. But, again, as people have him as high as 6, I probably don't see that because, honestly, I don't think the running – is going to be there anymore. It'd still be somewhat. I don't think he will ever reach those levels again. So because of that, he's never going to be quite as high as he used to be. And so people are probably going to draft the people that haven't ranked higher drafting him or ranking him based off of 2015. And you're just not going to see that again. That was a, that was his career year by far. They have another running back. Now they got McCaffrey. They still have Stewart. Why, why risk having your franchise quarterback run the ball too much? There just won't be as much designed for it. I mean, it's going to happen because plays will break down. He'll get out of the pocket. He'll run. There'll be a few designed for him, but there shouldn't be as many. And 
if a player like Newton doesn't have those rushing yards and rushing touchdowns, they're just not quite as valuable. They're, he's not on the level of these top passers. The reason he was is because of the running ability and the rushing stats. So I think he – I can see why there's such a variation, but I don't think people – he should probably be lower just because he's not going to get those running yards. And that's – he's just never going to be the same. That's where I'm at at him. Another player we can talk about here quick. We went over him more last episode, but Kirk Cousins has big variations. He's as high as sixth, as low as eighteenth. So we might flip flop on these quarterbacks because yeah. obviously I'm a huge Kirk Cousins Kirk, guy. I'm saying, I'm coming around on him. I really am. I think he should. I'm gonna. My ranks are gonna change. I had Newton ahead of Cousins on my my initial ranks. I haven't updated them yet, but I'm starting to lean much more towards having Cousins ahead of Newton on my ranks. I think he's gonna increase a little bit. Just it. I don't know. I think there's less variables with him. That's why I don't know. I feel like he's as low as 18th is a little low to me. The more and more I look at this, the more I think about it. He should be probably he should be a top 12 guy. I feel like minimum on everyone's list. He's I mean he is 10th, so he is up there. But I mean, I don't see him having a big drop off. He should be very consistent and up there. So I don't think he should have a big variation. Yeah, even if he even if he has a slight drop off, I mean. I'm trying to think of how this would work out. That would mean that he was f- fifth overall last year. So that yeah. means – so Tom Brady, he has a full year, so he jumps above him, right? Yeah. So he bumps him to sixth. Even if he has a little drop-off, who – you know, maybe Derek Carr gets up there. Maybe, Russell like, Wilson, James. Those kind yeah, of guys could. But I, I, don't I don't see him dropping out of the top ten even if he doesn't do as well last year, and I think he'll improve on his numbers yeah. a bit. That's why I'm, I'm actually surprised he has such variation because I feel like some of those other guys that might pass him have huge – they could they could be high, they could be low. Jameis could be. He's not really being ranked that way. People are all kind of high in Jameis, but I could see a situation where Jameis is low and has a bad season. I think he's going to – I personally am one of those people that do like Jameis this year, but I could – I there's a scenario that I can see him being down there more towards like 15 to 20. I can see Mariota being down there. I can see Russell Wilson not getting his rushing yards back and being down there too. So I can see Dak Prescott being down there. I think Cousins, I mean, I'm talking myself into Kirk Cousins. This is two straight shows we've done this. I'm, I'm liking him more and more. I really am. I don't think there should be as much of a variation with his his ranks. But, yeah, we're going to skim through these quarterbacks pretty quick because it's, I mean, there's really not much to go off with them. One last guy I'll talk about here, Ben Roethlisberger. He's 13th consensus. He's as high as 5th, as low as 17th. We've talked about his home away thing, you know. I, he has all the weapons, though. With, if Bryant comes back fully, you know, into it and can play. Antonio Brown, Martavis Bryant, Le'Veon Bell. I mean, that's that's pretty elite right there. That you don't get much, it doesn't get much better than that. So 13th, I think is low. But five, do you think you that's a little little maybe maybe it's not that crazy. Fifth, right? It's not. I think I had him sixth. Yeah, I don't think it's crazy. It's I don't think it's but seventeenth going to happen. Do you, do you see why seventeenth that, I don't I don't get that. Maybe they think he's gonna be hurt or something. I don't I don't understand how you get that low. I mean his home, the way he plays at home alone, home alone, the way he, <laughs> McCall yeah. Culkin over here, but the way he plays at, at his home field uh, by itself, he puts up massive numbers. He if does. he dis, if he somehow with, you know, the added firepower of having Le'Veon Bell the entire season and Martavis Bryant, if he has those guys and he improves on his away numbers, he could easily, I mean, the, I think it's more likely he's going to be fifth overall than he yep. is going to be 17th. And I really do think he could make that big jump. Um, 
But once again, I, I think we've seen him enough years where it's very unlikely that you're going to get a QB that changes that drastically. So I, I think I think it's more likely he's going to end up probably you know somewhere around the tenth spot. Well, and I have a feeling more of the people that are ranking him higher, ranking him just based off what he should be able to do if he stays healthy. The people who are ranking him lower know that Ben Roethlisberger gets hurt and are ranking him based off. Okay, this guy isn't going to play 16 games. He probably play 14 games. I can sure. see that being more the reasoning for that. But quarterback's pretty simple. There really isn't much. It you you have a lot less players to play there. You play 10, 12 guys starters, and those guys between you know those QB twos can go all, all over the board. So let's just move to running back here. Running back wise, there really isn't much disagreement within like the first probably the top ten for sure. There isn't really big big differences. Mm-mm. I mean, Fournette has a little bit just because he's a rookie, and that's the only reason he has he very you know he might be high or might be low. There's really that's it. There's the reason that he's a rookie. No one's seen him. Gurley, he has a little bit of that too. He goes higher on some, lower on some. It's more of you know, it's very easy to see why. Everyone's the people that rank him higher are ranking him off his potential, and the people that are ranking him lower are ranking him based off last year and just down on him. I think really the first real player that gets people can be high and low and just all over the board is a Crowell. But Crowell is definitely inching up the board. I feel like this this Crowell hype we talked about. Yeah, I before, think the hype train is taking it's off. It's starting to get up there, and it, obviously we talked about this. It worries me. <laughs> I don't want it to get too high. But here's I was actually thinking about this. We talked about this in our mailbag show about Crowell, and we both like him. We don't like where the he's getting in these ranks. I just kind of realized we've done a couple mock drafts. We don't end up with Crowell on our team. And I think he's gone too high for like me to even feel comfortable about it because it's still Cleveland Browns. It's still that situation. I feel like he's gone too high. And I like Crowell, but I think he's gone too high. So the people that rank him as low as 22nd, that's more where I had him when I started my ranks. And there's people eighth, eight, eight. No, I can't. I can't put Crowell at eight. And I, I can't put him at eight, but I could. Twenty two is a little low. Tell you the truth, I could make. I could make a case for him at eight. You could see. I could. I could make a better case at twenty two. I feel like than really? I could. And I'm not saying he should be twenty two. I'm just saying. Yeah. I yeah. could make a better case for twenty second than I could eight. And I, I, I just a, see the, the who, thing about this though. If no number eight, the only people he's overtaking are would be. You know, within reason. So I'm kind of just skimming over Lamar Miller, Todd Gurley, those kind of guys. But to get in the top ten, okay, you have to go over Leonard Fournette. Yep. You haven't seen him play in the NFL yet, right? So right there, that's enough worry where I would take Crowell as a safer pick. DeMarco Murray, you know, you worry about Henry eating into his uh, carries. Yep. They throw a little more because they have a little more firepower. You're like, okay, Crowell supposedly is going to get a lot of work. Yep. I mean, coaches are talking him up. They spend a ton of money on their offensive line. And then the only other guy he has to beat out would be Jay Ajayi, in which we've already said in the top 20, he's probably the most likely, and we don't think he's going to bust. But, you know, you saw one-year production um, on a Dolphins offense we're not wild about. We we both think he's going to be good, obviously. But at the same time, could Crowell sneak in there if he really is going to get all those touches, if his offensive line really is that improved, and they're going to have to run the bejesus out of the ball anyway because they're passing offenses. Corey Coleman is, like, hurt already. Yep. Um, Britt is your number one if he's out. Uh, you know, Najoku is their tight end, but he's a rookie. And their QB situation is looking like maybe Kaiser as a you know rookie. So you're going to have to lean on that run. So as long as he stays healthy, I could make 
that strong case that he could easily be in the top ten and even up to number eight. Here's my worry with Crowell. He was the guy last year, right? He was for them. Mm-hmm. I don't – it's same coaching staff. It's a lot of the same personnel in for the most part. Yeah. He wasn't getting just overwhelmingly large amount of carries last year. He didn't even hit 200. Yes, I know there, there people are talking it up like they want to give him the carries right now. And, yeah, they do. As of right now, they want him to get those carries. If the Browns are still a terrible team, which they probably will be. I like I like the Browns where they're heading, but they're still probably not going to be good. They're going to be down in games, and they're just going to have to go away from it. And here is where I get worried about. I'm going to bring up his game log from last year. He started the year great, right? You know, the first four weeks were really, really good. And I was happy with it. He was, I, I drafted him for cheap in our auction. But starting about week five, here's, I'm going to go week five through 12 here. This, I guess, maybe I'm more down on him because I was a Crowell owner last year. So I'm not just looking at the overall. I'm lo- I remember this week by week that I couldn't trust him. Mm-hmm. His yardage, 22, 16, 63, 29, 4, 23, 10, 44. That is weeks 5 through 12. So maybe that's, yes, he did. He made up for it in some of it with some of the receiving yards. He did have, he, you know, receiving was decent, 18, 20, 16, 34. Then he had 63, 30, 13. 47. So he made up for some weeks. That's, I think, where I'm I'm not down on Crowell, but I can see the risk is I know what he did. Weeks, okay, look at the, and I'll go through the same thing. Look at the carry numbers. Even those same weeks, 13, 9, 12, 11, 6, 9, 8. And then he finally got 16. Yes, the end of the year a little better then. They started, maybe maybe something clicked there. And, you know, 14 through 17 where he went 113 yards, 28 yards, 50, then 54. See, so even still had two week bad games. And then end of the year with 152. That's where, you know, really st- stood out there. But he didn't have more than 20 carries in any game. He had more than 15 carries. Let's see here. Beginning of the year, he had, eight, he had 15 carries in three of the first four weeks. And after that, he only had more than 15 carries in three of the last, you know, whatever. And two of them were the final two weeks. So maybe that was something that they changed. Maybe it's not. But weeks 5 through 12 worries me. Yes, it, then he, he came after the bye, it stepped up. So it's just, I worry about that middle-of-the-year yes. stretch. I, I get where you're coming from, it's but just, at the it, same time, I, you could look at those numbers. You could. You and could, you say that what he did with only yeah. 200 carries, yep. and he his average was still 4.8 yards a carry. Uh, yeah, and I can see. Yeah, so, I mean, even after he struggled, and then he was getting receiving, I, I could see, you know, uh, a coach that really wants to reestablish yeah. the run in, in Cleveland. I think you can, I think you can form an argument based on these stats any way you want in reality. Yes. You know what I mean? You really can. And I think, yeah, I, I mean, this is this comes from a person who actually wants Crowell on their team and likes Crowell, but I don't want Crowell as my number two anymore. That's where I wanted him as my three, and I'm not going to get him as my three. And that that <laughs> true. He is kind of in the middle, but and but I can see why somebody would have him 22nd. But I can see. I, I still don't know if I can see why someone has him eight. I really, I honestly don't. I have him, I think, 13th or I think 14th, I think I had him. But those middle-of-the-year numbers, I couldn't trust him. I couldn't play him on my team last year. And I guess that's where I go into the fact that I, if I have to draft him as my number two, I can't trust that I can play him every week. Possibly. Maybe it's different. That's just, that's where I... To be fair, with most of those guys, though, in that range, and this is why we're so, yep. so you know, running back dependent in most of the mock drafts we do, if you guys check that out. Yep. I mean, who else are you going to trust? I mean, That's Todd true. Gurley, Lamar Miller, Carlo, Carlos Hyde, McCaffrey, Lynch. 
I mean, it gets ugly really quick, it does. and you get into a lot of tandem backs. And Crowell's the main main guy there, and I think that's why he's been moving up. Yeah, because a lot of these situations, what do you you gonna play C.J. Anderson? Like, you know, you can't trust that. You know, some of these guys, Spencer Ware, he has guys behind him. So I get, I get it. I get why he is there, but there is, I can get why he's twenty second in some people's ranks. I get, I can see yeah. both situations, but that's what I'm just saying. If I had to form an argument for some, I, I would. I can do a. I can make a better argument for twenty second than yeah. I can eight. That's kind of where I'm at. So, so but, we split a little bit yeah. on him. All right, next guy. I mean, Carlos Hyde. will go to the next one on the consensus ranks. He's actually there, he has a pretty big variance, and I think it's pretty. It's a lot easier to see why with Carlos Hyde injury. Yeah. Now all this talk about Joe Williams. It doesn't seem like the new coaching staff is in love with him. It's bad news from the OTAs. It sounds like. Yeah, you know, I, w- I wish we skipped over. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go too much into it. The problem, you know all the reasons. Yeah, the you, problem with that is it's all hearsay right it now, is, and you don't and know. We aren't going to know. I feel like we've seen him play very well when he's been out there. Sometimes he, like, he's, he's wonderful he's a when good he's good player. Yeah. So it's hard to say. It's just all this negative news all off season just worries me. But maybe he can get know. you better value with. Yeah, and I don't know where that came from. I mean, maybe they're sick of him getting injured. But, but I think maybe the new coaches that maybe they just don't like him. Yeah, it, it could mean, be as simple as that. Doesn't fit the scheme. I guess he's you not hear their that. guy. I don't know. It, it, it makes for a. That's why I guess with Hyde, he's kind of probably going down my ranks just because of all the uncertainty. Yeah, I can't draft him. I think I, rank, I ranked him twelfth in my first ranks. It's there's too much uncertainty. I can't imagine if they were really that low on him, though. I can't imagine that they wouldn't try to move him because I would have to believe he's some sort of a commodity. Still, Man, I don't know if he is. I don't think running back is. That's the thing. I don't think just overall running back is in the NFL anymore. I don't know if his his contract is that large though. And you're but, you're telling me you yeah. couldn't trade him for draft picks? And, Something maybe, yeah. maybe. But when you're rebuilding, like 49ers are. But for somebody who, if you're a Carlos Hyde guy, this it's that none of this is actually bad news. Maybe not. If you're just set on it, you don't care about this offseason news. You probably like the fact that. He's going down. Crowell's going up. Hyde could be a guy you can get for cheaper again. That's true. But so, he's still in that dangerous middle ground where you'd have to yep. give him as a running back, too. Yeah, that's It's a tough spot. And talking about like maybe they're going to yep. bury him on the bench. She, 26, I can't see that low. I've seen him. That's a little crazy. Yeah, that yeah that seems really, but really low. It's hard to talk about Hyde too much just because it, it is so up in the air, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, Christian McCaffrey has his variant. Rookies, yeah, rookie. rookies. Marshawn Lynch, again, we know why Marshawn Lynch is such a big variation. Yeah, he's a ranks. huge one. I, I, I can't believe. I, I feel like in these they still aren't keeping tabs on him. I, I feel like they're still doing it as in they're they're not really sure if he's going to come in healthy. I feel like he's a relatively safe bet. As high as 8th, as low as 44th. 44th is crazy yeah. to me. That is way – I mean, Yeah, exactly. I think those are like leftover or something. He's overall 16th. That's about – I'm 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 comfortable with that. Tell me this though: Are you, how comfortable are you with Lynch this year? I mean, I'm not I'm not like ex- not like you know, extremely comfortable. But if I can get him, I'm more comfortable probably with Lynch than Hyde. I think. I was gonna say, point. are you more comfortable with Lynch? I'll just do a few Lynch mm-hmm. or Hyde. I think I'm more comfortable with Lynch over Hyde. So I think Lynch is gonna. I, when I redo my ranks, I think Hyde's going below okay. Lynch. Just with, with everything going on. Lynch, now. Lynch or Lamar Miller. I'm still gonna be higher on Miller. But not. I'm not in love with Miller. I just feel like he's still going to get most of the work. It's okay. kind of a sure thing. I feel. And like. then Lynch and well, obviously you're going to go this one, but Lynch and Gurley then. Gurley. Okay. I'm still Gurley. And Lynch. It, it kind of shows you. I mean, it, it's pretty. I mean, he he gets up there. He's very very close but to then, that tier. Yeah, I see. Then the guys right below him, like Mixon, Anderson, Ingram. I'm definitely more on Lynch right now. Yeah. So, but yeah, this is. We know why he's there's such a variation because it's such a question mark and. What kind of shapes he going to come in? Is the year off? What's the year off going to do? Who knows? 
you don't know. There's not a lot of players that have done this at the running back spot where you just they take a year off completely. It doesn't happen a lot when they come back and they're the, a starting running back. True. For a team. I, I, I How many situations his, has there been? I, I feel like in his situation, I I can't even actually name one. If no, I see. I that they were coming is. off of injury. Um, but with him, I, I think it could only help him. I, yeah, I, I, I think, think he's like, still at that age where he should still be okay. Yeah, and getting a year to get your body back yeah. healthy, it's got to be good for him. I, I, I personally think that Lynch is a relatively safe bet yeah, for I, a, a, a running back, too, really. Well, and yeah, he's one spot below McCaffrey, but I'd be more comfortable with Lynch than McCaffrey in these ranks just because I'm never I, comfortable with rookies. I would I'm actually be more comfortable with Lynch than I am even Lamar Miller. You are, yeah, I'm, I'm getting to maybe, that place because everything I hear is making me, there. Yeah, it's making me believe. Yeah, I yeah and, I, I, and Lamar Miller is a little bit because well, I think he is – I think – Foreman will cut into his well, time. And with Lamar Miller, the way – I will never – honestly, I probably will never have Lamar Miller on my team. Where he's ranked, what you have to yeah. pay for him. I've he's yet just to a have guy, him. Like, yeah. I have him ranked there, but he's not a guy I'm willing to pay for pretty much at all. No, and I'll take that because he's been overhyped probably yep. three out of the four years, and he, he produced one. I, I mean, mean, yeah, I don't ever want to get – like some people make these lists or say – avoid these players completely. I'm never avoiding a player completely. I'm avoiding a player at their price. That's what it is. If I can get Lamar Miller for a reasonable price, I'll take Lamar Miller on my team. I'm not going to take Lamar Miller at the price he's at. That's what it ends up being. I hate when people say these do not draft lists. Yeah, no. It's, it's never it's that to me. That. It's always about value and price you can get these players. What round you get them for, what price you pay for them at an auction. So if a guy like that drops, it's just he's at that spot where I can't do that. Mixon's on the list, big variations, because he... No one knows. I'm going to lean toward, let's say, he's as high as 11th. Crazy. He's as low as 30th. I will definitely lean towards 30th because there is, yes, he should, they drafted him to be probably their running back here, but there's still Jeremy Hill there. There's still Gio Bernard there. They haven't released one of those guys. So I'm going to probably still lean towards Mixon being more towards 30th. Can you? Would you be comfortable with Mixon as a running back too as of where he's being ranked now? No, not but, at all, right? No, but I'm also lower on Mixon than most people are. And see, I think we both are, and I'm leaning more towards that 30th because there's no indication 100 yeah, percent right now where he should be. Yeah, I mean, you don't even know if he's the starting running back. You don't yeah. know goal line situation and know anything. I, I don't even know if he's picking up the offense yet. No, we we don't know, and that, that's I'm gonna avoid. I'm gonna avoid it because it's gonna be too overpriced for me. Yeah, and I might doubt. miss out. I might like in a keeper league. I might really miss out, and he could be a great keeper for years to come if you. You know, playing an auction, you can keep for a certain price. He could be amazing price. I just can't take that risk. I, I, I can't. I can't do it. And maybe you can get him for cheap enough, but I don't feel like – I think it's, it's only going to go higher at this point. All right, some of these other guys, we kind of know why. they're Eddie Lacy's another one. We know why. he. It's just – it's a new situation. He's as high as 14th, as low as 35th. I'm leaning more towards probably the 14th. I, I like Lacy. I can see why he'd be lower. People – are kind of down on him, but I think it's just more of the Eddie Lacy meme at this point, <laughs> you know, in modest shape. Hey, here's back on P90X. Yeah, that's what I hear. <laughs> I, I, nah, man, I don't know what to expect. I just think like, yeah, I, I think I would. I, I expect uh, I, better things from him. Yeah, than, I have a hard time believing that he is going to come in out of shape and he's not going to be ready to play. Like, I just no. if he is, then he should be out of the league. Yeah, and he's he's on track right now. I, mean, I really think th- he is. They have weigh-ins. Like, yep. you already know he made his first one, so, yep. you know, I'm not as worried about him. No, and he's – I think he should be at the higher end of his big variation here. Spencer yep. Ware is another one here. Spencer Ware. 
He's it's, a really it's, interesting. It's one. Cream Hunt. It's it's because of Cream Hunt. That's why it is. And Spencer Ware, I mean, he started the year pretty good last year. I feel like it kind of tailed off, and you kind of just didn't talk about Spencer Ware as the season went on. So, can he hold off Hunt? I don't even know if he can for sure because he. I mean, what Spencer Ware isn't some amazing talent. He was, I believe, even originally a fullback when he came into the league. I think he came into the league in Seattle. I don't actually have this in front of me. I'm just kind of... Oh, yeah, he, you're actually correct, and he was drafted in round six. See, yeah. Players like Spencer Ware, kind of, there's a lot of these guys. Spencer Ware, I would even say Robert Kelly. These guys who are either undrafted or very late, running back-wise. There's a, Running backs, you can make almost anybody become a decent player at one point. You get a player like Kareem Hunt, who should be more talented. I think he's going to overtake him eventually. So I can see why Spencer Ware is such a variation here. It worries me because he, yeah, he's not the, he's not a, a great talent. I don't think. I think he's a, a good player, but if you get somebody who's kind of dynamic and comes in there, he's going to take over. And they already they're already using Tyree Kill more and more at that spot last year. And I just think Spencer Ware is a good player, but he's not he's not going to overwhelm you. He's not amazing. He's not. He very easily, he's like Alfred Morris almost. Not saying the similar styles or anything. He's just that kind of guy who's just, he had a couple good years. He was, what, undrafted or late drafted. You can get it done for a couple years, but you're never going to be the guy that they really want. And I don't think Spencer Ware is the guy Kansas City really wants as their back. That's yeah, and I, I think that's the thing. Yeah, I think he's a fine player. I think the writing's on the wall, like you said, though. I, yep. I, don't, I don't know how quickly um, someone else could, you know, take away his position or cut into his carries or anything like that. It's very hard to tell. They run the ball a lot. He's definitely going to be used this year. Yep. But, yeah, I don't know what that means. Is he going to be a 50-50 kind of guy now? And what? is Hunt going to be the other guy? Is Hunt going to break out? It's, I hate these question marks. I hate yeah, question it, marks for football ball, and I try it's to It's really a huge him. one because you're going to have to – and I probably will avoid where – yeah. Um, and I have a feeling Hunt will keep climbing up the boards yeah. and it's going to make it even muddier. It really will. Like with these two back to back in these ranks right now, Lacey's 20th, Spencer Ware's 21st. I'm, I mean, you feel, are. I feel much right? better about Lacey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And I'm actually, would you feel more comfortable right below him with Coleman? Actually, I'd rather, right? I was going to say Coleman, Abdullah. Montgomery, like a lot of these guys. Powell. Even, even Powell. Cook. Gore. Gore. I mean, yeah. Pretty right? much. Like, I where, think where is falling because of this uncertainty? uncertainty. Yeah. yeah, it's completely uncertainty. I don't know. If. If Hunt went down with an injury or something, training camp. Yeah, you're like, great. Okay, then where – I'm not wishing injury about anybody. No. (laughs) But, you know, that's just – it's it's so much uncertainty, and they obviously don't – Spencer Ware is not in their future plans. Spencer Ware is not going to have a contract. They're not ever going to pay Spencer Ware a big contract. So you know that – it's time's limited here. It's just – it is. All right, Ty Montgomery is another guy. Pretty good variation in his ranks. And it's really because is he even a running back? Like <laughs> talk about another guy with question marks. Um, they brought in I, a couple. They brought in like four rookies. They drafted like three yeah, or four they, rookies. They have a bunch. You Jamal figure, Williams seems to be the main one. Yeah, you figured one of them will pan out. I don't know what that means for Ty Montgomery. Uh, he he played pretty well, and I feel like they keep using him that way. He's picking up on schemes and blocking and all that kind of stuff. And he gets those catches. He gets yeah. receptions. Um, I don't He's going to be valuable in yeah, some way. I, I don't know how valuable, though. I, I feel like he is going to – he's not going to be – I don't know. He's not going to be a, a, a primary running back, if you will. I feel like they're going to use one of the other guys for that, um, yep. pound out the ball, do that kind of stuff. He 
it's really tough for me to even say at this point. I, I'm, it's one more guy that I have to wait and see how yeah, the preseason just, goes. There's so many question marks when you get down here. It's exactly. And for, and for him, once again, he's in the middle of where all these other guys were talking about, Lacey, yep. where Coleman, Abdullah, Powell, all these guys reside. So if you're good. asking me about that, I feel like he's riskier pick, and I would I would obviously go for one of the other ones. Yeah, and like I say, Powell, like he's as high as 14th, as low as 40th, and you definitely go Powell, and you probably lean – 40th probably a little over Powell. Yeah, right? I, 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 I think, think he's so. good where he is. 25th, I think that's good for his overall. I, I, did, I mean, I don't yeah. think he should be that lower, much lower than that. Yeah, with Forte there, yeah. especially Delvin Cooks in there. Rookies, rookies are just you don't know. He's that, high as 10th. That's insane. That is who, insane. And I don't there, know who has him 10th? I might that, call that. Guy that Vikings out. line was <laughs> so bad last year that yep. they were just their running backs were getting killed. Like I, I can't imagine. I don't care how good you are, if these guys aren't blocking for you, you're going to have a really rough season. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> so I, I love Delvin Cook the the talent. I hate the position he's in. Yeah, me too. He's it's I don't know what to expect from him. I don't know what to expect from rookies. I just don't Fournette's about the only one I think, okay, he's gonna get all the work and I'm comfortable with it. I'm not comfortable with anybody probably but Fournette at this point. I mean McCaffrey would be fine too. But yeah. he's going in a weird position where I, I would probably go somewhere else. But yeah, Fournette I think is a, a sure thing. And down there's let me just breeze through these guys real quick. There's it's once you get down this low, there's I mean, they're all over. Gillisley, he's one because it's New England. You don't really know. If he if he steps completely into the blunt role, he's gonna be a good <laughs> prize, but you just don't know. Him if that's or one happen. of the other twenty you running backs that Robert Kelly is big thing variations because of uh Samaj P Ryan. Now I'm hearing some good stuff about Kelly now. But, again, offseason, everyone's in the best shape. His body fat percentage went down from 18 to 13. That's a lot, actually. <laughs> so he's not he's not fat Rob anymore, I guess. Oh, uh, no. But, you know, it's hard. Like with, In all these situations where there's a running back that was drafted in the first three rounds, there's a reason those teams are drafting running backs in the first three rounds. And Kelly's an undrafted guy. I'm telling you, the guys like Robert Kelly, Spencer Ware, they're real, teams aren't going – they're not these just – elite talent type players they're not there's a reason they were undrafted and you know i don't think any of these teams have think that they're their future so those rookies are the ones who are probably going to step in and make this more of a committee then yeah we got the petersons blunts woodheads martin those guys we know why they're such a big variation it's just you don't quite know situation you don't really know what to expect so let's move over to wide receiver and at the top, everyone's pretty much, you know, consensus on the top. There's not much of variation. Doug Baldwin's actually jumped into the top ten consensus ranks now. Oh, yeah, he did. Good for him. And it was there's really time, not really. even a big variation. I think he's starting – people are kind of – he's there. You know, it's no one's really down on him anymore. Um, really, once – the first guy I think you really get there with is probably Brandon Cooks. And he's – it's not like a crazy difference. He's as high as 10th but as low as 24th. It's, I think, pretty. It's pretty easy to say, like New England. It's New England. You don't know. There's a million receivers there that can catch the ball. I'm leaning towards the higher end of Cook's ranks. I can. I think I'd make a case for ten more than I can twenty four. Oh yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I thought you were going to say twenty four. No, I, I, I see the potential there. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's going to be Randy Moss or anything like that. People, I, I still, It blows my mind that people still are trying to make that comparison. It's not that. He's, he's the best receiver they've probably had, I think, since. Oh, well, at I least mean, most, the most talented. Julian Edelman's a great receiver. He's just yes. 
Brandon Cooks is something different. He's, yeah, he's, I, I think I think Cooks is a better receiver than Julian Edelman. I'll just like, say it. I, I, feel, I think he's a. Julian I feel like Edelman. I just made that say that he, Julian Edelman's white. That's why he's not as good. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he's he's a wonderful wide receiver. It's just he's not That's a big red zone guy. And he's Cooks, not. He's just yeah. He's a great possession guy. A great slot guy. He's, he's good, but he's not Cooks. Cooks is just something else. Yeah, he does, and he's. He, I don't know. He just does everything uh, well, and. Yep. I wonder why, carry why was he so inconsistent in New Orleans? It's just because Breeze, I think, I think just Breeze doesn't he, he doesn't target a guy. I don't yeah, think Brady exactly. does either. No, it's very similar right? kind of situations. Except I think um, I think in this case, I think besides for Gronk, Cooks is going to have more yeah. chance of, at the red zone stuff, touchdowns, yeah. and all of that. And I really don't know how they're going to do with their backfield right now. It's all over the place. Yeah. I, I don't think Blunt will probably – or Blunt's not there, but I don't think whoever steps into that role um, will pilfer quite as many TDs. Yep. So I think they might throw around there. I, I think he has a little more upside on New England, but that doesn't necessarily mean that yeah. you know he's going to yeah. improve on his – because he had very good numbers in New Orleans. I, I lean towards Cooks is going to be good, really good. I – I, I was that was such a, I was so down on Cooks last year, but I just feel like I feel more people are down on him than they should be this year. I think they think that hey, he's gonna get he's gonna be good. I really do. He's gonna be top fifteen for sure. Yeah, I, th- I think. So I don't too. see I, how he's not. I think he's a pretty safe bet. I do too. I think it's gonna be he's I and mean, I think his price is going to be okay. I don't think it's gonna be outrageous. We'll see. I. It depends. I, I worry be about somebody the, in your league. Yeah, right? I was going to say, I worry about the outliers in the league. Someone's yeah, always going to think, oh, my gosh, he's going to be a top five guy. That's and true. Pay for him. All right, the next guy, Alshon Jeffrey. I'm going to actually lump these two talk because I'm kind of interested in why one's so much different. I mean, Alshon Jeffrey, then Sammy Watkins. Sam, Alshon's actually ranked on spot ahead of Sammy Watkins, but Alshon's as low as 36th. <laughs> and, and Watkins is only as low as 26th. I think that should be the opposite way Yeah, around. that's pretty why ridiculous. Why are people... I've heard, seen this a lot. I don't feel like people are really high on Alshon. And is it just injury history? Not I don't know what exactly it is. I think I'm I think both of us are probably higher on Alshon than it seems like I don't know, just what I hear, what I see. I don't feel like Alshon is that, you know, people are that enamored by him, which I mean, I guess I see, but I just feel like he's a great talented player who is in a, probably a better situation now. And I just I don't see him failing, right? I honestly don't. Maybe I'm maybe I'm completely wrong, but I just don't see. It. I think he's going to be very good. Yeah, I think where he's ranked at number fifteen overall, solid, I think that's probably where he should go. Why is he? Yeah, thirty six is pretty crazy. I don't know what I don't know how you can reason that one out. I can't imagine no, I, it. That's a weird one, especially if you look at it and you know the same kind of people are ranking Sammy Watkins and ten spots above him. You know his worst. Yeah, they're so both injury prone guys. I guess they've been. I feel like Watkins yeah, is more, way they, more, right? He's way more of a risk to have on your team. Than yeah, I say out of these two, has I feel so much more comfortable with Alshon than I do Sammy Watkins. Yeah, that, I mean, I think that is a that's a weird one. I'm and, not sure what happened with it. And I think Sammy Watkins is an extremely talented player, but I'm not drafting him at where he's ranked right now. No, I, I'm not going to draft him as a wide receiver too. No. He might be the only player that. His injuries scare me away to the point where yeah, I, it is draft for him. some reason. I feel the same way, and I don't know why. Why his are different, but it just well. If I was drafting think, him as a wide receiver four, well, then I could take the risk. I think part of the reason is his, his actual injury, that foot injury that never needed surgery. It's just this lingering yeah, thing, never goes right? away. It's that's a weird thing to me. That just worries me that that's something that's going to linger. Yeah. Um, 
Next guy, Keenan Allen. Not going to talk too much about him. We talked about him when we did our undervalued players. We know why there's such a big difference. Terrell Pryor is actually one that people have him up in the top 10. Some people have him <laughs> down more towards 30. And I think that's it's, it's clear to see why it's just a new situation. You don't quite know. But he is the number one on a good passing offense, which should be. A much better passing so offense. I would lean more towards the 8 than the 28, for sure. I say, I say this is a without a doubt. Right? Like yeah. I can, I, I see why there's going to be a difference. I get it. But I don't feel like there should be too much of a worry. I don't. Not to mention he comes in as a wide receiver 1. Yeah, it's not be. like he's going to be a wide receiver 3. You have to yep. you know, work for your... They're going to target him. Yep. They're in a much better passing offense. He was playing for freaking Cleveland. Yeah, exactly. And he still put he up numbers. He's, he's, a, he's a very talented guy, obviously. He can play receiver now after not being a receiver yeah. his entire career. Yeah, and it, it looks like he really took to it. I mean, he, yeah. he looks good out there, and he makes really – I mean, you know, not to mention your you know cuts and trying to figure out how to get away from defenders, all that stuff. But the fact is, even if you just run him down the field and you throw the ball up to him, yep. yeah, it's so athletic. You saw it all last year. He can go up and make those plays, diving catches. He, he's just much taller, yep. much stronger than a lot of the CBs in the league. He's going to grab those jump balls, those 50 50 ones. I mean, it it's, carries its weight in gold, especially when you have Kirk Cousins slinging it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jarvis Landry, he's another guy who I can see why. I understand this. Yeah, I, I get do. this one. This is a very. He's, he's, a very he's, a, he's kind of a boring player. Yeah, exactly. You know what it's I mean? A, it's like, an unsexy pick. The guy will get 100 catches, and he is a very, very, very talented football player, wide receiver. Okay, and but I can see this. wise, he's just. Consensus eh. wise, he's 22nd. I don't, I don't see myself getting him. No, I, he, I should say I, I don't know. I just as don't. As wide receiver don't, three, yes, maybe I mean, because he's. It depends on the makeup of your team, and if you need that more consistent guy at that third wide receiver spot, I guess. But if I have two pretty consistent guys at one and two, I don't think I need a Landry. I would. I don't know. I think I'd more go towards down this list like a Moncrief. You know, yeah, below I, him. I like a lot of guys below Benjamin. This. Yeah, you know Bryant. I, I think Sneed he's a, even. He's a little high for my. I mean, I would love to have him on my team. But I'm not going to pay for him as a 22nd overall wide receiver. I can, I can understand the 41st a little yeah. better. I don't think that's a little low, but I can understand. I think it. in snake drafts, I, I could end up picking him up in some of them if he yeah. kind of falls to me uh, in yep. that situation. But if, if it's an auction league, I'm just never going to be the guy to target him. He'll yep. always go for more. Yep. Tyreek Hill is always going to be kind of polarizing. For good reason, though. Very, very good reason. He is. In, he's as high as 16th, as low as 41st. I wonder if the person who has him 16th ranked after Macklin News. You know? Right. So, I think with the Macklin, you know, being cut, I think Hill's going to increase his rank, but I don't really know if that is warranted because we don't really know at this point. Is did did the Chiefs cut Macklin because they're really they're just confident in Tyreek Hill as a number one, or are they still think Hill's going to be in his same position he was, and they're actually confident that Chris Conn step up or maybe Albert Wilson can step up? We don't know. We really have no idea. I don't feel like Hill's role is going to change. I think what he was doing last year is where he's most valuable. And I, I think if they try to make him into more of just an actual receiver, I don't think that's I, I don't think that's what he needs to be. I think he needs to be all over the field like he was last year. So yeah. he's not going to just directly step into that role. Yeah, I think there probably probably more targets for him, but I think they were going to be there anyway. Yeah, I, I think he is probably one of the riskiest players. You yeah, can and that's get. my worry with him is such big risk. I don't. I can't imagine by the ones all said and done. Yep. Macklin's gone. He's you know they'll call him the wide receiver one. I yep. can't imagine a world just knowing how people react that he's not going to be in the top twenty. Yep. That means he's going to have to be drafted as a wide receiver two, yep. which means he is probably in those in that range of players. Yep. He's definitely going to be 
one or two of the most likely to bust for me. Yep. Yeah, because you, you I can see won't it. be able to predict touchdowns. He had punt returns, he had kick returns, he did it all last year. Yep. If he's just the wide receiver, is he going to be able to do the same types of things? I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me, but I, I'm going to stay clear of Tyreek Hill this year. And it's not because I don't think he's a talented player. It's because I think he's far too risky where he's going to go. Yep. Just a couple more guys, because once you get down here, it's you know why everyone's all over the board. But Stefan Diggs, he has pretty good – I think people are just – it's the offense. Yeah. yeah Once again, he's talented player in a, in a crappy situation. Calvin Benjamin, to me, is a big one. I'm, I'm really surprised. Yeah, I'm really surprised that 17th. The early, or but the, if you that, actually, the funny 45th. thing is, ranked like in these rankings, he's down there. But in where he's actually being drafted right now, he's 32nd overall ranked. But in actual drafts, he's being drafted as like the 26th receiver. So people are ranking him there, I feel like. And then actually when you get into a draft, you realize, oh, wait. I want him more than I like these guys who might be ranked ahead of him. You know, he's funny thing is, yeah, he's one spot below Deshaun Jackson in the ranks, but he's going eleven spots ahead of Deshaun Jackson in drafts. Like you, I and you would do the same, right? right? Yeah. Like it's funny how that works. You draft, you might rank him like that, but when it actually gets draft time, he's getting drafted. He's below Diggs. He's below Jackson. He's below Moncrief. He's below Fitzgerald and Hill and Tate, but he's actually being drafted ahead of all those guys, and. You know, it makes sense to me. I, I think once you get in that draft and you're sitting there and you realize, oh wait, this guy actually could be, pretty good top receiver. I think he should be higher than this 32nd even. I don't see 17th, maybe 25th, something like that. But 45 is low. That's way too low. Yes, well, yeah, I, I think that is far, far too low for him. Martavis Bryant's big difference, and we know why. Yeah, and it's, that's that's a fair one too. I'm a big, it's completely understandable. Big right? of his, but yeah, I mean, his wide receiver. You don't really know exactly where he's stepping into. I assume wide receiver two, but you're not sure yet. He can't stay out of trouble. You know, there's there's a lot of things with him, but his his upside is. I actually am surprised that twentieth. He's twentieth and sixtieth. That has got to be one of the biggest <laughs> swings it's I've pretty, seen. Yeah, I'm surprised he someone doesn't have the gall to actually put him higher. Because you see, like Kelvin Benjamin, seventeenth, like yeah. that's as high as he got, and I I agree with that. But I'm surprised there's no one going out on a limb and putting Brian at you know fourteenth or something yep. crazy. After that, there's really I mean, there's some of the guys we know. I mean, Pierre Garcon actually is really random. He has he's as high as twenty fourth, as low as sixty fifth. <laughs> I'm not, but he's being drafted as fortieth. So yeah, he's, I, he's he's ranked thirty seventh. I'm not excited. I he might be decent volume. He who knows. Just, he doesn't excite me right now with that offense. I just don't know what to expect. But Cam Meredith is some big variation. We talked about Cam Meredith a little bit in our undervalued show. I can, it's again, it's just don't know the situations. But that's pretty much it for wide receiver. Once you're down there, there's a reason why it. Everyone's can be all over the board. And then finally, tight end. And let's see, there really isn't like a major difference in tight end. So it's really I'm going to just gloss over this. Probably the biggest one I would say probably Jack Doyle's pretty big difference and he's he can be he's a top 10 guy in some ranks but he's as low in the 20s and others where would, where do you think he should rank do you think he, would you lean closer to 10 or would you lean closer to 20 with jack doyle the more i think about it, he's he should be the number one tight end there in a pretty good passing offense you would think but yeah he's it's a tough one because he's a tough one i think i would uh, what was it, 10th or what 10th or 20th he's he's a high as 9th as low as 22nd yeah that's pretty crazy i mean Right, I I guess in that in that particular case, twentieth. I, <laughs> I think I, go 20th. I I think I would lean towards twentieth because I see myself wanting Ebron ahead of him and there's a lot of guys OJ Howard have. and Joku. I think even I want. 
just because I think there's more potential there. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I guess I would go twentieth. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a very like very very crazy place to yep. put him because you can see that right. Luck yeah. throws a few touchdowns to him. If anything, I th- I think he'll be up and down. Yep. Um, maybe even if he got to tenth, I have a feeling it's like two big games, yep. Yep. and that you know that would be great if you had him if you're playing him. But um, yeah, yeah. I, would, I would definitely err around the side of going another route. And honestly, there's not a lot of other different. Kobe Fleener, and we know why Kobe Fleener, because people are enamored by Kobe, Kobe Fleener. They've yeah. been, and he plays for New Orleans, but he just doesn't get it done. Yeah. But another one, actually, is uh, Jason Witten has quite the spread <laughs> because he's been around so much, but 11th and then 31st. Honestly, I lean more towards the 31st at this point. Sadly enough, I do too. And Jason Witten, I might use him out if I need a if I need a bye week fill-in. I think, ah, he might get Honestly, he's going to get you more than six anymore. Like, he just—I don't. It's not the same with Dak as it was with Romo, and he's up there in age. It's just not. And he's—he's a bye week guy. He's not a guy you can ever trust anymore to yeah. really get you any kind of volume. But other than that, I mean, there's really. No, I think the other one that I'm um, actually—he had a huge spread. Yeah. Um, is Martellus Bennett, and I think oh, yeah, yeah. for a very very good reason. Yeah. But what his is fifth. And then seventeenth, yeah. we talk. We talk about this, and I, you know, the thing is, we, you put a player into the Green Bay offense at tight end, you think, oh, he's going to have to put up numbers. But we've, it's there's always been these guys that they never quite live up to what we think they might do. Like yeah. Jermichael Finley, Jermichael Finley. I got I had Jermichael Finley on my team almost like every year, thinking, oh, he's the tight end on this amazing offense. And you know what? He has some flashes, but he never. Yeah. And you always blamed on injuries, but the yeah. truth is, I've never seen a tight end. You know, in the era of Rodgers, that has really no, it's it's really stepped up to the the plate. I, I think they have so many other weapons they can use. They Rodgers isn't yeah. like going to target one guy. It's if you have to get open and well, Jordy Nelson's will, the yeah, guy. I just say his name is Jordy Nelson. Yeah, and it's becoming Adams and too, and he's going to get he's going to throw the guy who gets open. And if Bennett, I don't honestly know. I don't know how great Martellus Bennett. Actually, is how good is, is this guy? He's a good player, but I feel like some people he gets a little overhyped at this point. Yeah, like to be like he's some great receiver. I don't know if he's that, and he's what thirty years old now too. So, if why is he not quite? He did a good season with New England, but who wouldn't? Yeah, and he. I mean, he was he was good, he was in, Chicago, good in Chicago, but too. I don't know if he should be. He should be as high as fifth to me. I'm just no, I'm a little no. more down on him, I think. Yeah. I, and Definitely not fifth. I, I mean, I, I could see him sneaking into the top ten. I, I could and, see him maybe getting up to, like, number eight. You know what I mean? But I, I honestly don't. I, I think I would probably tend to go the – I think 17th is ridiculous. But if I had to pick one or the other, I think it's more likely 17th than fifth. Yeah. Like, me too. I think that too. Yeah, because, I mean, that is that's just you know, end of the spectrum there. I think that's it for this episode, Jeff. I think we went over guys who kind of have a big spread. And then that could change as we get closer to the season. Some of those guys are going to inch up the ranks. And we know why. We know why there's such a difference. But others are just, you don't know what to expect. So it's always good to talk about those guys. Because those are the people we'll probably have most questions about. Other guys, you know they're going to be where they should be. These are the players you really have to make a decision on and where you're going to get them. I think that's it for today. We will talk to you guys next time. 